0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 27th of October. In your Squiz today, the Medibank hack worsens, inflation on the rise, Kanye kicked to the curb and a nation of nanas. This is your Squiz today. Claire, the Medibank hack escalated yesterday when the company announced that it was worse than they had feared, as the personal data and health records of all 4 million customers of Medibank and its low-cost brand, AHM, has been exposed. Yep, here we go
1: again, hey? Um Past customers are also affected because of a government requirement to retain information for several years. Uh, And it's possible that the saga isn't over. Medibank's technology chief uh, has said that while they're undertaking uh, forensic analysis, they can't guarantee that the hackers no longer have access to its systems. Uh, It's been two weeks since the breach of Australia's biggest health insurer first came to light. Uh, That was when the company. Company told customers that it had taken two systems offline because of a cyber incident. Uh, so there are plenty of questions about why it's taken so long to get more of these details.
0: Yes, reports now suggest that the hack first began with the theft of the credentials of someone at the company with a high level of access, which was then sold on a Russian language cybercrime forum. But that probably doesn't do much to soothe jangled customers' nerves, given the scale of the hack and the sort of data that's been breached.
1: Yeah, that's probably right. Uh, Personal health information is part of this breach. The company is providing tips and helplines for those who need support, uh, and the federal government also says that it's helping out uh, to work out what's happened.
0: This isn't an isolated incident, as we know from the Optus hack and others. And global policing organisation Interpol says that cybercrime is now their number one concern and warns that these kinds of hacks are, frankly, the new normal. And if you're one of those customers who are worried about the Medibank hack, I'll put a link in the episode notes to their support service. Yesterday, Claire, we updated Squizzes about the highlights and lowlights in the Albanese government's first budget. And right on cue, the Bureau of Statistics also confirmed that inflation increased to an annual rate of 7.3% in the July to September quarter. That's up from 6.1% in the previous quarter.
1: Yeah, so that's a 32-year high and 1990 really isn't a time that we want to replicate. Uh, There was high unemployment, uh, 17% interest rates and also the recession that we had to have. Uh, Our high inflation today is being driven by different factors to back then, uh, but the government's lack of tolerance for inflation remains the same. Uh, Yesterday, Treasurer Jim Chalmers said that it's public enemy number one uh, and the dragon went need to slay.
0: That's why helping Aussies manage the cost of living pressures has been allocated $7.5 billion in the budget. And we will also hear what the opposition have to say when coalition leader Peter Dutton gives his budget reply speech tonight. And if your eyes are still boggling with all the facts and figures from the budget, this week's Squiz Shortcut is an excellent, straightforward breakdown. Claire?
1: Yeah, it's a good one because it sets the foundations of what the government and the economic experts uh, will be talking about for quite a while yet. Uh, So for 15 minutes listening, you'll have all the talking points to be real smarty pants uh, when it comes to our economic outlook.
0: And who doesn't want to sound smart? You can find Squiz shortcuts on our website, thesquiz.com.au or in the podcast app you're currently using. Speaking of hard financial times, Claire, Ye, the artist formerly known as Kanye West has lost his billionaire status after sportswear brand Adidas dropped its partnership with the American rapper and fashion designer, which is reported to be worth $2 billion a year.
1: And it's the latest in a string of businesses to drop him uh, after anti-Semitic and racist comments he made on social media and via the media. Uh, In the last fortnight, he's also lost his agent uh, and connections with the major fashion houses, with many of them saying that they won't tolerate anti-Semitism or hate speech. Um, Ye is, of course, a huge music star and he really branched into fashion in recent years, uh, but he's burned a lot of bridges in both worlds now.
0: In recent times, he's spoken out about his bipolar disorder diagnosis, but many say his comments need to be separated from his mental health struggles. Now, Claire, it's often said that the captaincy of the Australian men's cricket team is the second most important position after the Prime Minister. So it's really no surprise that there is ongoing interest in the dumping of Test Captain Tim Payne late last year. He says Cricket Australia abandoned him when inappropriate text messages he exchanged with a cricket Tasmania staffer were made public last year.
1: Yeah, this has all come up because a new autobiography from Tim Payne has been released and it covers all of this. Uh, Payne says that an internal investigation in 2018 cleared him of any wrongdoing, uh, but that his employer, and this is the quote, made it look like they thought I'd sexually harass someone when they pressured him to resign when the media got hold of it. Uh, Payne blames a PR consultant for steering Cricket Australia in that direction direction. uh, And that was crisis communications consultant Clive Matheson. That's interesting to some people uh, because he was the editor of The Australian uh, and the former chief of staff to Malcolm Turnbull when he was the prime minister.
0: Cricket Australia is keeping mum though and says it will not address the allegations by pain that he was urged to resign. So it seems we may never know the whole truth of what really went down. Claire, given that I usually eat dinner at about 10pm, the notion of an early bird special sounds quite appealing. (laughs) And apparently I'm not the only one, as new data shows an early evening meal has become our preference post-COVID lockdowns.
1: I love an early dinner because I try and be in bed by 8.30pm on a school night. So you and I are running on very different courses. But (laughs) look, the suggestion is that all of this is linked back to COVID, uh, that that changed people's eating habits because while we were working from home, uh, it was just very easy to graze on into the kitchen uh, and start
0: dinner early because no one was really watching. Wes Lambert, a guy from the Australian Food Service Advocacy Body, has really given the early bird a sexy rebrand by saying 5 is the new (laughs) 7pm. And it suits me because I reckon if we eat at 5, it means we can have a late supper as well, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Two for one. Go for your life. i would be sneaking down to the fridge like Nigella in the small (laughs) house. Claire, if anyone is eating while listening to this next story, you might want to put down your fork because Iran's state media has announced that the person known, rather cruelly I might say, as the dirtiest man in the world has died at the age of 94. You might need to explain that a bit.
1: So his name was Amu Haji. He reached that ripe old age. Despite living in a hole, uh, he smoked up to five cigarettes at once uh, and he refused to wash for decades. Uh, He succumbed to pressure from those in his village to have a wash a few months ago. Uh, And what the report said is that his health really deteriorated after that.
0: In a 2014 interview, he also revealed that his favourite meal was porcupine, so at least he had a long and interesting life. (laughs) He did indeed have that. Squiz the day, Claire, and it's 40 years since China's announced its population had reached over 1 billion people back in 1982. It's now 1.4 billion, and just for context, Australia's population has gone up by just over 10 million in that same time period. Yeah,
1: I reckon per capita we've probably grown more, haven't we? I don't know. Oh,
0: we'll don't make me do any more
1: maths post budget. i out. <laughs> <laughs> not doing
0: that. That's it from us today, but we'll be back tomorrow to see out your week. So, chat to you then.